previously on my best friend's journal. A video of me and show choir. Send not... me that immediately and we have to post <laughs> I it. I shall not. Please. No, no, I, no, not a fucking chance in hell. You're performing in cafeterias with no stages. You're singing songs in the wrong key. You're staying in dirty hotels in Gary, Indiana, sharing a small van as you guys tour the Midwest in February. I can't think of anything worse. This is kind of the beginning of the end for my dad, but we didn't know any of this at the time because he was still lying to us. Wasn't at that funeral, huh? Nope, not at his parents' funeral. Brandy Carlisle, uh, my favorite artist, everyone knows this, also my favorite lesbian. She was supposed to perform at Red Rocks. She had like all these huge gigs. All of them got canceled. Boyfriend and Buster invited me over for a three-way, but I declined mm. for now. I'll save that <laughs> Not... for previously on. <laughs> Five years ago, he got a book to hold my private thoughts. And now we're gonna take a peek, grab a drink, or smoke some pot. Your private thoughts read aloud How does that make you feel? I don't remember what I wrote This shit might get too real Nothing here is sacred I'm haunted by my past It's called my best friend's journal Let's start this damn podcast Let's sing this theme a little longer first It's someone's favorite podcast Mama. Oh, gross. Uh, <laughs> hey, little sounding rod. How are you? Sounding rod. Wow. That's a. I've never been called the sounding rod, I don't think, even by you. So thank you. Well done. You're very skinny. Honestly, maybe too skinny. I'm always cold. I need to put on like some layers. <laughs> <laughs> or some pants. Pants occasionally might keep the bottom I'm, half of you I am warm. wearing a, a bottom half today. It is not pants. It's, it's shorts, but I am wearing something. My friend Donald Duck over here. I almost didn't, but I thought about you. <laughs> I was like, he's going to see it at some point when I get up, and it's going to be a whole to-do. <laughs> it being your little tip just poking out underneath your Donald Duck shirt. I was wearing underwear last time, just so everyone knows. And little tip is accurate. <laughs> uh maybe too skinny i'm still on you needing more shawls around your house <laughs> yeah i should put hooks up and just have them hanging everywhere like one of those mm-hmm. i don't know eccentric neighbors that wears thick glasses and looks like trelawney i was gonna say trelawney yeah just like dripping in shawls um, speaking of dripping somebody left oh, something gross. very inappropriate gross. in a toilet at work uh yesterday anyone would guess what it was uh, based on the context i I'm so grossed out by that description. Please, what? Did someone leave in a toilet um, that wasn't a turd? You No, when you say dripping, obviously I'm talking about a several big globs of cum. Like, unmistakably oh, cum on the side Michael. of the toilet. No, uh, Michael, it wasn't me. I think it was a straight person because I don't think any self-respecting uh, gay uh, person would have left that in the toilet. Honestly, yeah, no, 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 no. Oh my God, just coming in toilets at work. It's kind of like riding in cars with boys. <laughs> Nothing at all like that, except for the cadence of the phrasing. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I meant. Um, <laughs> do you have an opinion on on people masturbating at work? I feel like, like, do you have to? Also, Sometimes. What? 
Sometimes you have to. <laughs> okay. I, I can respect that. Just like clean up. Well, yeah, for sure. You certainly can't leave evidence. You certainly can't do it. And I, I don't think that you should be doing it in a bathroom where other people like share a stall wall. Like it's a single serve or it's a nothing for me. You know? It, yeah. It was a single serve. So also I haven't worked in an office in years. Um, so like not exactly a hot take, but yeah, sometimes like you get so a little distracted or you need to like, you know, release some pent up energy or you need to do something to get your heart rate moving or you can't, you know, like stop scrolling your phone and looking at hot Insta dudes or whatever it is to get a little dick off the brain and get back to work. You got to do what you got to do. Okay. I guess I support that. I would like to hear from listeners if they have opinions uh-huh. on this. Um, so wait, so you just walked in and it was what, like floating in the tank? No, it was on the side. The bowl, not in the tank. <laughs> yeah, I in walked in and like I always do, I open the tank up just to see what it's like inside before I begin. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. No, it was just like sitting on the side, you know, like it, it gets stuck to the toilet when it, like the, even the flush is kind of not pushing it quite enough. So what you're telling me is someone didn't come directly in the water. They came on the porcelain inside of the bowl and it just remained. It, it, it globuled right there. Yeah, I mean, I understand that accuracy is not always, like, very easy when one is ejaculating. Anyway, it's not that interesting no. of a story. I just want to share with everyone. <laughs> it is that interesting. I've never, I've never stumbled upon a load in That's a workplace. Simply That's simply not really true. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, there's things that you can do to, I mean, mitigate that. You can flush the bowl first so it's wet, so it's not just dry porcelain. You can flush it immediately after ejaculation. Or also, can, if it's stuck if it's, on the side, grab some toilet paper and just do it. Use yeah. a little toilet paper and get rid of it. You, you got to get rid of it. Yeah. It's like it's like if you were pooping at work and you flushed and a, a turd just stuck to the side of the bowl, would you just leave it there? Yeah. That's that's protocol, right? <laughs> I want people to know I've been here. <laughs> oh, I, I marked it after you, sir. Um, yeah, okay. Well, that's pretty gross. I'm sorry uh, that that happened in your nice workplace. <laughs> sorry you had to endure that. That's really okay. I just thought it was worth sharing. How did it turn you, you on? It did not turn me on, and we're moving past this now. How <laughs> no, have you do, been? Do you know who it was? <laughs> I have so How many questions. have you been? <laughs> answer my questions i'm not moving on i don't who know was who it, it was but i have suspects there's a couple like kind of creepy dudes that work uh in and around me that i imagine could have done it although we have established that it seems like maybe a normal thing so i guess one doesn't have to be creepy to do it i just kind of imagine it is those folks definitely Anywho. have to be straight to be leaving behind evidence like that and that's not a gay man move so yeah let's put together a short list of straight men that work in your office um send me headshots and uh we'll we'll you know inspector clouseau this who uh, he's just a character, like a like a British inspector in from what? Um, I, I ah, fuck. I think Steve Martin played him. Yeah. Oh, it's the inspector from fucking the Pink Panther. Ah. Okay. Um. So now I've asked you four hundred times, and I'm dying to know just how mm. are you? Oh, fine. Thanks. How are you? <laughs> what is going on? Uh, what have you been up to? You've been very busy. You're a hard man to to pin down to peg. Um, <laughs> you are I not a hard have... man to peg. It is. It's like throwing a baby down a slide. <laughs> is that an expression? <laughs> Could have gone hot dog down a hallway. Like, like so many options, but throwing a baby down a slide. <laughs> Sorry, a greased baby down a slide. <laughs> Um, yeah, I've been super busy. Uh, I was in Ohio last weekend for that wedding I talked about last episode. It was fabulous. It was beautiful. It was in a gorgeous spot. Um, Cleveland is a cute little city. Um, had a nice time. Flew back on Sunday morning. Uh, waiting at our gate was my friend Casey because she had just flown in for birthday celebrations. Then we went home, saw the dogs really quick, and then, oh, went straight into my gayest moment of the week. So quick theme. Gay, 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 gay. 
So then after a brief afternoon at home, uh, my friend Nina showed up. We popped a bottle of champagne. We hopped in a car, went to Red Rocks for Brandy Carlisle. Amazing concert. First live music since, uh, mm. since the beginning of the pandemic for moi. Um, it was... An incredible birthday celebration, a little bit of weed, a little bit of wine, fourth row. I mean, show of a lifetime, can't tell you. With ya. your favorite lesbian. With my favorite it's a, it's a staple. Lesbian. It's a staple in the Shepherd household. Oh, funny that you said it's a staple because guess who opened? Um, Mavis Staples. <laughs> who? Mavis Staples. I don't know who that is. She's just an incredible musician that Brandy Carlisle has um, a long, for a long time revered um, and has collaborated with her in many live music situations. Actually, it was supposed to be Tanya Tucker who opened, but she got sick and then canceled the rest mm. of her tour dates for 2021 because she is very afraid of COVID. Oh, well, Tanya Tucker recently made a uh, appearance on Drag Race. Tanya. Is it Tanya? That's how they say it in the South. She's uh, she's a hoot. She is a hoot. And uh, dear friends with RuPaul, apparently, if you can take that seriously when they said it. Um, anything particularly gay happen other than, um, you know, worshipping your, your gay queen? Uh, you know, really not. Um, and I know seeing Brandi Carlyle live has been my gayest moment, like, probably 15 times on this podcast. But I gotta tell you, it's just, I mean, it's a grand gay experience. She's up there being, you know, all queer, singing all, like, her lesbian songs. There's, like, an entire audience full of gay people. It's incredible. Um, like I said, we were pretty close up and so we were actually right in front of um the sign language interpreter and there was like uh like i guess maybe one deaf person like down in like the ada seats in the very front corner um and they had two interpreters that were trading off every like set of songs and there was a man and a woman um and both of them were so like dancey evocative like just like i was i was finding myself watching them sometimes it was so cool they were like really bringing the music to life it's such a skill it's a very cool job i feel like they're always a point of interest uh sign language interpreters win at, at literally from hurricane briefings to concerts it is like always a very entertaining point of focus yeah 100 percent. um do you want to know what your gayest moment of my week was <laughs> yes i do <laughs> i found your show choir video with like very oh, a very minimal amount of sleuthing um it took almost no effort actually and uh, uh i it was everything everything i could have painted this scene in my head i was like if i tell mike no anybody knows it's on the internet and he wants to see it he'll go find it like i'm not gonna help him guys and then, like the it's excellent don't fucking do no it. it's actually like very good i was like surprised no, it's not. it is so good it's, oh it's so God. cute also Michael, cam has a solo it, and i think i'm gonna insert it right here <laughs> No, you're fucking not. I quit this podcast if you do that. No. Uh, Michael, not all of us love to watch ourselves like in cringeworthy moments, even though I have watched Honey Bucket Supreme or whatever your high school band was called. Honey Bucket Supreme. Oh, uh, Pure Honey. (laughs) Honestly, we should have gone with Honey Bucket Supreme. That's my next band's Pure name. Um, okay, uh, well, I guess Cam's going to quit our friendship if I put it here, but I'm just letting uh, you all know it's on the internet, so good luck. Uh, <laughs> You're a bad friend, but it doesn't make me love you any less. Um, <laughs> did you have a gayest moment? Um, I had like a very gay last few days, so I'm just going to give you kind oh, of a, a recap. Um, so beginning with earlier this week, I'm planning some events for work, and I realized next month is National Coming Out Day, so I really proclaim myself as the as the town homo. And I was like, okay, we're having a gay event. We are having gay cupcakes. We are having what a... What makes um, a cupcake gay? Well, A, I wanted like food because people only come to shit for food. And B, um, uh-huh. I needed something like a physical representation of authenticity. So we're decorating our own cupcakes to celebrate uniqueness and authenticity. Actually, we're going to celebrate charisma, 
uniqueness, <laughs> nerve, and talent. Um, because I can't be like, if you're gay, come get a cupcake. But I can be like, just be you, you know? Uh-huh, They're going to be okay. very colorful and very gay. Just proclaiming a celebration of authenticity was pretty gay. But uh, when it actually happens, that might be your gayest moment of the week. We'll see what those cupcakes look like. They, w- they will be dick-shaped. <laughs> um, I know. Last night, I went to a happy hour with... My coworker, who is a lesbian and maybe the only other gay person, uh, I don't know, the only other out gay person, I think. So last night we get together, a couple drinks turned into a bunch of drinks, and then we went out and met all of her gay friends and kept raging on a Wednesday night. It was amazing. And then, That's so fun. As oh, luck then- would have it. Um, I was hung over as fuck this morning and I was like, fuck, <laughs> um, turns out, so we don't normally work in the same building. We just work for the same company. Um, I had to cover uh-huh. for someone who called out sick today and it was just me and this woman again working together today. So we got to just like chill with no manager around and, uh, just be gay as fuck at work together. It was lovely. That's amazing. So you just like nurse your hangover with a good friend. I like, I mean, best case scenario, if you have to be at work. Oh no, I nursed my hangover in the, uh, nursing room. Uh, the, there's a maternity room for, um, <laughs> Uh, mothers to pump their breasts and uh, there's no uh-huh. the only person who uses it is the person I was covering for uh-huh. so I went in there and took a nap you were in the lunch. lactation suite yeah, I sure <laughs> nursing was. your hangover I took a beautiful nap and it was uh, I will do it again it was a great great idea <laughs> great um, don't judge any, me because uh, there was lactating? no women no there was nobody there was who needed ask, it <laughs> there, there were no lactating mothers knocking on the there's door there's just a line of women dripping from their boobs uh, beg- <laughs> banging on the door <laughs> dripping there's um so i can't remember what airport we were at maybe atlanta or miami um on our way to vacation one time we had this awful travel schedule where we left denver at like i don't know like 12 this is when we were going to turks and caicos a few months ago we left at like midnight we got in at like i don't know like 4 a.m i think and then we had to wait for our friends to get there at 8 a.m for a nine o'clock flight and so we were just overnight none of the lounges were open nothing there's no one in this fucking airport but they had these big pods everywhere for like like lactation pods where mothers could go in and like pump and i was like there's no one in this airport <laughs> how tacky would it be to go lock myself in one of these lactation rooms and go to sleep i thought pretty tacky so i didn't do it but i was tempted i i mean i felt kind of the same at work i was like the only reason it's okay is because i have access to see if anyone has reserved it and nobody has so we're good Uh yeah Um, also if if a lactating mother came into the office i'm sure your friend who was also working there would be like give me one quick second (laughs) (laughs) get the fuck out she uh we switched off so it was it was a it was a good deal oh Um, i love that the nursing suite is also a nursing the hangover suite i really appreciate that it was lovely. It was everything I needed. And uh, actually, I'm going to double down on an old content wreck because while I was taking my little nap, I was listening to Don Yeba's album. Please, oh if you haven't yet. Oh, my God. It's so good, Oh, Mike. it's so good. Listen top to bottom. It's only 38 minutes. It is art. It is soul. I listened to it like 20 times. Um, also, Casey, my friend who is here for Brandy Carlisle, she's one of my favorite um, – one of my favorite like live music buddies. We go see a lot of live music together. And she had heard about this album because John Mayer had tweeted about it and said like, hey, this is one of the greatest new albums I've heard in a really long time. It's incredible, blah, blah, blah. And so when you posted on MBFJ's Instagram a couple weeks ago about Yeba, she texted me. She's like, how do you know Yeba? Because I just found out about her and she's fucking incredible. I'm like, oh, Mike, he's been screaming that name for forever. So anyway, here we are. Love that. Just can't recommend it enough. Listen to the album. So freaking good. So good. Um, Truly. While we're here, I have another content rec. Can I give it? Please do. Um, the Chair on Netflix is uh, a new Sandra O oh vehicle. Oh, 
<laughs> comma Sandra. Sandra. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, I've heard about this. Isn't it a comedy or something? It, yeah, it's like a irreverent comedy is what I believe they would call it. Um, it is okay. about the first woman to chair an English department at a prestigious school. And yes, yeah, yes, yes. the okay. hijinks that ensue. And um, uh-huh. it's great. It's obviously like very progressive, but in a very like funny, not super beat you on the nose kind of way. And it's also got Jay Duplass, I think is how you say it. He is the... Is that how you say it? You look like you're ready to correct. I think I think it's Jay Duplass, isn't it? One of the Duplass brothers? Oh, there's Duplass brothers? Is he brothers? one of the Duplass brothers? No idea. Wait, oh, yeah. am I thinking of... Yep, you are. Okay. His, his brother, Mark Duplass, made a name for himself writing and directing several award-winning short films. Is that who you're yes, thinking of? Yes, 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 Anywho, yep. um, he is from... I know him from Transparent. He's the the son, the only son in Transparent, um, which is oh, also okay. an excellent show if you haven't watched. Have you... I can't remember. Have you watched Killing Eve? Yes. That is oh, really... So fun. Really when good. I got into Sandra Oh. I know she was on uh, Grey's yeah. Anatomy for a billion years, but I never really cared about that. Yeah. Well, she left that show early because she wanted to do great things with her career, and now she is, and old girl is still playing Meredith Grey like 27 seasons later. So who <laughs> won that? I was Sandra thinking about oh. that with Pat Sajak, like... He's been doing this. I mean, Alex Trebek did it until he died. Pat like, McGraw. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Every time someone's name is Pat, I just think of that. Um, um, please continue. the news, like maybe two days ago, I heard some, it must have been my like local Philly news, some uh, school board meeting or something. Apparently kids submitted uh, questions from a Pat McGroin, um, Amanda Huggenkiss, <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, I leaned over all these things and uh, they all got read out loud um, because somebody just like didn't prove it or didn't even think about it. And uh-huh. uh, they got broadcast. So they got in some trouble and it made the news. <laughs> That's remarkable. <laughs> oh, kids suck. Um, do you have any content, sir? Um, do I have any content? Do I? <laughs> do I? Oh, sorry. I had to let out a slow hot fart. Um, I'm keeping that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, so listen, I um, just watched the second episode of American Crime Story last night, and uh, I'm still very into that. Uh, it's like yeah. kind of the only thing that I'm, yeah, fuck, oh, fuck, yeah, oh, yeah. fuck, um, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> Beanie Feldstein's just great. I love her so much, um, and that's really fun storytelling. Um, but I also watched the pilot for Only Murders in the House, the new Steve Martin, mm. Martin Short, um, What's-Her-Face, Disney Selena Channel. Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez uh, vehicle. What and a it's strange trio. Strange trio. And it's like written and produced by Steve Martin, I think. Um, it seems very um, delightful. Like Steve Martin and Martin Short are so cute together. Um, and like just like a, a iconic duo. And um, I'm really enjoying it so far. I've only watched the one episode and I'm going to keep going. But I'm going to try to go slowly because I think... I don't know. There might be a lot of it out, but I don't want to watch it all at once. One of my coworkers has been screaming about that show, so I ought to give it a watch too. Oh, also, you told me to watch um, what what we do in the shadows. Ah, season three just came out or just started. I haven't even started it yet. I have been recommended that three times this week, so I think I should probably watch that too. Okay, Mike, it's so smart and silly. It is it is the perfect line between smart and silly. It is so good and hilarious every line is laugh out loud and it's just disgustingly filthy as well these people oh. are awful you you will love it count me in it's exactly your brand no no Smart. count me in a five six seven eight. <laughs> a five, a six. i hate you all right well michael that is a lot of wrecks for one week all the people that are keeping lists of all of our recommendations are going to get writer's cramp should we give them a break and get into the journal let's do it go grab her grab her by the pussy <laughs> 
<laughs> we don't say that, Mike. We don't say that here. All right, Mikhail Gorbachev, it is March mm. 15th, 2017. Remind us where we were. First of all, is Gorbachev the one with the red thing, like the red birthmark on his face, his head? Yep, that's him. Um, yep. What did you ask? Where are we? Where are we? Yeah. We are... It's the Ides of March. Oh, fun. I... Somebody fucking kill Brutus and get me out of this. Oh, I guess Caesar <laughs> dies. Brutus is the one who does it. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know who if I'm Caesar or Brutus. Just someone stick a knife in me because we are still on tour <laughs> with the dog's toupee in the middle of nowhere. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, the boyfriend of Buster is still on tour with us, even though he came to just visit for a bit. He left and came back, and now I feel like I'm being punished. I think there was some hinting at... Well, we'll see what there was hinting at. What's up next? <laughs> uh, spent the day at Mall of America. Glamorous. Super fun. When you're in the middle of nowhere and Mall of America uh-huh. all of a sudden pops up out of nowhere, uh-huh. it's very you exciting. think the Mall of America would have the parking lot of America. <laughs> that is a Kirstie Alley line from Drop Dead Gorgeous. Kirstie Alley is a, a hero and an icon. I really worship her. <laughs> <laughs> she is an icon in her own right and was a, a like a part of a lot of delightful things before she really showed her ass. Um, and what an ass it is. What an ass it is. I will always love Drop Dead Gorgeous. Um, also, have we... For Richard Porter? I asked you this before. Yes, yes. I've asked <laughs> you the name of that movie before and I can never remember what it is. Because it's a terrible uh, name. You're a huge, huge Kirstie Alley stan. Um, <laughs> an aficionado, some would say. <laughs> you had Noodles and Company. Then you went bowling with uh, Buster, your friend Chris, and Buster's boyfriend. You love bowling. That That's still true today. Did I write that, or are um, you telling me that? No, you wrote love bowling in all caps. <laughs> I feel like it's unnecessary to write that, but I'm, I'm glad to know. <laughs> you had dinner at sushi that Buster bought. Oh, Buster's buying you food. He's whining and dining you. Oh. Uh, workout for the first time on tour. How long have I been on tour? <laughs> uh, I don't know, years. <laughs> um, you're a you're, you're carded Buffalo Nickel. Is that a song? It is, yeah. It's from Ragtime. Oh, can you give us Buffalo a few? Buffalo Nickel! <laughs> Buffalo Nickel! Thank you for choosing a really appropriate key to showcase your, showcase your beautiful voice. Uh, <laughs> um... Oh, here's here's a fun little line. Tried a three-way with Buster and the boyfriend, mm, but it mm-hmm. was not good. Mm-hmm. We stopped. Mm. I was apprehensive to start and wasn't feeling attracted to either. Oh, Maybe your attraction seems to have waned because I know you were busting with Buster just episodes ago. But when the boyfriend's in the in the picture, uh, no no time for Boner Town, huh? It was actually like kind of funny. It was very sitcomy. It was like we started, wasn't really. It was like okay, this is fine. And literally like I don't know, five ten minutes in, I was like okay. I don't think this is going to uh, <laughs> this is gonna pan out any further from here. Thank you both. <laughs> Thanks for trying. Thanks for the effort. And uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see you oh. tomorrow. Literally just like put the clothes was back on. Was everyone able to laugh about it yeah, or was we, it weird? Nope. We were just like, yep, that was uh, what it was. All right. <laughs> good good effort. Okay. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, just days ago, you're like, I'm not going to do a three-way with them, at least not today. Um, but that, you know, didn't last too long. I mean, it, I guess it did. I didn't I didn't really follow through. Um all right, well, March 16th, the day after it didn't happen, show at Becker. It was a good show, beautiful theater. Is that an episode title? The day after it didn't happen? <laughs> hey, maybe. I like it. Um, so it was a beautiful theater, and then you drove three hours to a shithole motel. 
<laughs> Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to leave early tomorrow to film sides for your next audition. Um, so you're like, oh, this is a great, beautiful theater. And they're like, great. Now let's have a miserable drive to a miserable place. Congratulations. Let's drive as far out of our way as possible to be as uncomfortable uh-huh. as we can. <laughs> mm-hmm. March 17th, uh, you drove all day. Uh, your producer was being passive aggressive all day and you wrote a little irritated emoji face. Um, he would get annoyed and not tell anyone like why or what he just mm-hmm. like would be obviously annoyed I'm like nope, i'm good i'm good i'm good you know what i mean but like all mm-hmm. fucking day that it gets i'm like either speak or don't but like this is yeah this is not it yeah being a real twat waffle here um you filmed your scenes uh, at a nice hotel ordered chinese and saw beauty and the beast with oh yeah blanche buster and the boyfriend this is the emma watson beauty and the beast sure is. I, I think it was good right i don't remember yeah i just don't really know why we have to be doing all these remakes of movies but um yeah it's fine because people like money because people like money <laughs> fair enough um all right so the 18th of march you had a good first half then bad second half of show got very sad and lonely after Buster's uncle bought barbecue. What? He he brought you plain pasta, which was nice, but it made me feel isolated again. Also, it's hard to watch a couple interacting with family. Um, care to expound? I think it's what it is. I think like just seeing a couple, especially when I was so into half of that couple, like doing very, mm-hmm. very real things and like being a part of a family and just like, I don't know sharing joyful moments just makes you you know want that absolutely yeah um i get what you're saying here though about it being hard to watch a couple interact with a family after like some very recent family trauma um not that our uh, not that i can speak for you in this moment but like i have been in the situation where like recently after shit went down with my family and like really hard family stuff like there's nothing quite as like triggering as watching someone be like sweet with family you know what i mean like watching someone have like a really good close like relationship i've since gotten way over that and and decided that like i it's a beautiful thing to see and i like to experience it and it's like a gift to experience that and it's a gift for those people to have that relationship but there for a while when stuff with my parents was really raw it was really hard for me to be happy for people I cared about when they're having great times with mm. their close parent relationship, you know? Yeah. I think I did, did think about that, especially my, my brother's wedding is coming up, I think in like a month in the journal and it was right after our dad was removed from our life. So like, that was like something yeah. that he prob- that he had imagined, you know, the whole time he was engaged that our dad would be a part of. And I feel, I think about that every now and then I'm like, I really have never had uh, a ser- I've never brought anyone home to mom and dad. Mm-hmm. And now I never will bring anyone home to dad. They will never, no one will yeah. ever meet my dad. Um, which is like, I mean, I don't want them to meet him, but it's just a bummer, you know, like that's, but plenty of people deal with that. Lots of parents die before these things happen and like life happens. It's not, it's not unusual. Um, it's just something that, you know, you don't think about it until after the fact. Can I ask you something, and we can delete this if, if it's too much to, to talk about or too dark, but, like, if your dad passed away, do you think that there would be, like, a family funeral, and would you guys go? Or would some of you go and some of you not? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'd go to his funeral. Um, I think there would be a funeral... It would be really weird because I'm pretty sure the double life he started before all this has picked back up and has been his like um, lifeboat after the fact. Uh-huh. So we'd have his to, primary life. Yeah. So we'd have to like. I'm I'm sure it would all be arranged by those people. Um, I don't even know if they'd reach out to us. Honestly, I don't know how long it would take to find out that he had died. Um, 
Yeah. I, I don't know. I guess we will cross that bridge if and when. I used to have like actual nightmares, actual nightmares about like um, if one of my grandparents would die, having to like make the decision of going to a funeral and seeing all those church people that I felt like so abused by and so like just like like absolutely shunned by. Um, it would like shortly after I came out and like the years, like the, the couple years after that um, and like being completely cut off from that community i felt I, I would like wake up like sweating like actual terrors night terrors about like going being forced to go to my grandpa's funeral and then having to see these people it has since happened both of my grandpas have died one of them didn't have a traditional funeral and so i didn't go and the other one did and i went and it was fine it was absolutely fine it was i'm glad that i went it was nice to see some of those people even but um it felt like such a healing thing weirdly to go to my grandpa's funeral for that very reason because i like no longer panicked about what that would be like because you were in terror anyway yeah um i was i was truly i would truly i would sweat thinking about it like i couldn't possibly go to that there's no way but then when it happened i just was like i gotta go that was just how that felt i mean my dad did not go to his parents funeral because he couldn't come see his family He, he didn't go they both died within half a year of each other and they had a service together and we just skipped it um, so, I mean, I don't know if he went to their graves afterward or what, but like, that's pretty huge. He, there was a service for both of his parents and he did not go because he was so that is removed absolutely from his family. Huge. Yeah. Did both, did you and both your siblings go or did you go solo? My brother and I went, my sister was in California. She couldn't go. Understood. All right. Well, on that very bright and shiny note, let's get into <laughs> March 19th, shall we? Um, Let's see here. Drive day back to Whitewater. Is that where your beautiful apartment was? That's yes, my my furnitureless apartment. Okay. You you had a self care night because you said made green bean casserole, smoked, and watched Birdcage, which sounds like a fucking fun night. Oh my god, I want to do that right now. Should we stop real quick? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, I'm really in the mood for Rosemary's Baby. It's that time of year. I still haven't seen it. Might. Um, on March twentieth, you got your flight home! Exclamation point. You are so excited. Oh, you wrote so excited. <laughs> I think this is to this day the uh, most um the most ready I was to leave any contract. There's been hard contracts, but like this one I was like, uh-huh. get me out. There's no there's there's nothing rewarding about it here. Like what are you reading about that's like wonderful? Every now and then we have a good show. Sometimes there's some nice theaters. You haven't said good show. I mean, you've said good show maybe once in the last two weeks. Usually the best we're getting is good half of one show. And already my my standards are lowered. I've like I, I know what the best the show can be is sure. because of you know what it is. Um, yep, yeah. Yeah. Ready to go. Um, well, you, so you, you booked your flight home. You said you still haven't heard from, um, the people that you're auditioning for. So that's not great. Uh, finally don't have to share with Blanche since the boyfriend left. He did that to me for three weeks. Oh my God. It's a long weeks. time. It's a big ass Holy portion sh- of this contract. I didn't realize it was that long. Uh huh. God, three weeks. I can't believe those people are still together. He sounds like kind of a pill, but I, I understand that he's not. It just seems like a lot um, from a macro lens, you know, an yeah. outside perspective seems like some strange judgment on that guy's part. I'm, I know he felt guilty about what he was doing. I mean, he wasn't doing it actively. He, he was letting it happen passively. Sure. Um, on the 21st of March, you said you're in Frederick, Wisconsin, set up twice and basically full show in the morning for clinic. Oh, that's quite a clinic. Uh, nice call from the oh from the people at that other theater explaining why you didn't get ragtime. Totally understand, but got depressed about my life after. Called mom. 
you explained that last week, right? There wasn't really a, a spot for you in the show. There wasn't a spot for yeah. me, no. And I mean, the, the fact that they called me is extraordinary. Never does someone call you when you don't get cast. Very rarely. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's very, very sweet. sweet. I mean, they're, they're lovely. It's, it is what it is. But yeah, even even a kind rejection, I'm still like, well, what the fuck now? You know, it was like something to get me out of this and to look forward to and to have lined up. When you're constantly like, when it's gig to gig, I only feel okay when I can see the next one, you know? Yeah. I mean, no kidding. Um, well, sorry, I'm trying to buzz through some of these days because it's just not getting any less bleak. Uh, March 22nd, Clinton, Wisconsin, set up for a clinic, heard a good acapella group, and ate at a shitty diner. Um, you got locked out of the van when we could have been home early. This tour sucks. It's every day. Every oh, day. I remember that, of course. I say that all the time. I remember that. Yeah, I wrote it, baby. Uh, um, I... Uh, <laughs> i uh, just remember being so pissed we were ready to go we were like we got out of there we like maybe did songs quicker we packed up quickly it was we were ready for an early night which is a luxury when all i want to do is get to my weed and bird cage and the keys yeah. were locked in the car and we were there for hours hours i was so fucking miserable i mean i hope i was being proactive and productive and not just sitting there fuming I don't remember what I was doing. I I mean, it's not helping anyone to just be sitting there pissed, but I wonder. I so wonder. all I can think about when you're talking about stuff like this is like these like rural Midwest high schools. I went to one, right? So like you sure did. And I swear, guys, the video is on the Internet. Look, you'll find it. <laughs> I'm not giving any details, but private message me, DM you. me and I'll send you um, the link. <laughs> Uh, what, what is your obsession with me? Why are you so obsessed with me? I mean, it's those DSLs. You're singing like so, so um, sincerely and your lips are out in just such a way that I, I just, it's just perfect little gay cam. If I can dig up a picture from it for our Instagram, would that be enough to shut you the fuck up? It'll, it'll muzzle me a bit. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. Okay. I did have some DSLs and I had spiky, spiky frosted tips. We've Yikes. seen that picture. Anyway, I'm Gee. sorry. I interrupted you. You said you, you were in a no, it's fine. Uh, Midwest I, town. I, yeah. So if someone had been like at our school for a clinic or something, like it wasn't a super, super small town. Like, I don't know, 2000 kids in the high school. Not, not, not small, not big. Um, but if you had been locked in a van outside my high school, like, or locked outside of your van with nowhere to go, really, there's nowhere for you to walk. You could maybe like walk to the grocery store. Nope, like yep. these towns are sprawling and mm-hmm. there's not a lot to do. Even if you had a car, like sure you can go to any chain restaurant of your dreams, but that's fucking it. And you're a bunch of like young people that live in the city that are just sitting outside these rural high schools waiting to go. Some while Blanche looks for a fucking phone <laughs> while like your bags misplaced while the keys are locked in the car. Like you're just stuck in suburban hell. And also these, most of these towns sound like they're a lot smaller than where I grew up. So it's even, less it's like not great it's not ideal no it was very hard i actually did not remember quite how hard it was as as we're being um as is being painted for me now yeah and you're no longer like even getting off with anyone so like there's not even anything to look forward to when you get back except for fucking like old movies and your bong it's not even a bong just the tiniest pipe um march 23rd you're in elkhorn illinois uh we used to compete against them and show choir so here we are um no marching band it was marching band 
yeah, did that too. I was a cool guy. Marching um, band with so, that saxophone, baby. Yeah, well, baby. Um, so this was the producer's girlfriend's school. Congratulations about that. It was oh, really cool was, for her to go back. I mean, um, no, no, she taught there. She was. Um, oh, she taught there. Yeah. Okay. Um, alrighty. Well, so this day on March 23rd, you did five schools with tons of clinics. Five schools. Wow. You said so manic, 11 minute lunch and travel time. Huge audience, very loud. Felt so tired, then vomited that night. Barely oh. slept from the nausea. Oh my god! Maybe food poisoning from the cousin. Maybe a buck. No, um, cu- a sub place, cousins. Oh, cousins! I had just like some veggie sub, and I was so nauseous, and I had to do a peppy little fucking acapella show, and then I like puked in between. It was so nothing, nothing worse than like forcing a happy little performance when you're sick but doing it for a show you couldn't care less about you actively hate (laughs) it was tough i mean bro this is so i mean i keep using the word bleak i'm just like glancing ahead to see when you get on a fucking plane oh oh it's on april 1st so we're gonna get through the end of march and we're gonna be done with this tour you ready what day are we on now it is march 24th i can skim through these last six days real quick get the fuck out of this tour you can just tell me if there's anything we need to stop and talk about. Capiche? Okay, rapid fire, because I don't have the strength for six more okay. days of this. The strength. All right, March 24th. Riverland Community College. Didn't eat all day until a banana at Walmart at 11 p.m. Bleak. Can we get a bleak count? The following is every time we've said bleak in reference to the dog's toupee. Yikes, that is bleak. That's bleak, man. That shit is bleak. It's all just so bleak. My God, this is bleak. It's bleak. That's bleak. How bleak the town I live in is bleak. Yeah, bleak on bleak on bleak. Bleak on fleek. Less bleak. Bleak. Keep using the word bleak. That's 16 bleaks. Um, got my own room. Very nice. Not the room, but the aloneness. Uh, you went to Applebee's and ate a roll at midnight. So that whole day, you had a banana and a roll all in the last hour of the day. Congratulations. That sounds awful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> March 25th. Shitty gym show. Tiny audience in... Lawton, Bronson, Iowa. I hate the Midwest. All caps. Stopped at Subway and couldn't eat it. Wait, so, pause. That reminds me of uh, I used to wait tables at a retirement home, like a bougie retirement home where people spend a lot of money to have a very nice restaurant. It was a thing teenagers did in my town. All of my friends did it. All the theater kids did it. My friend Hannah and I did it together. And like the first week, we're all getting picked up by our parents. None of us can even drive yet. We walk out of this retirement home. My mom is driving Hannah home. <laughs> And uh, as she's approaching the car, Hannah is just screaming, I hate old people! I hate old people! <laughs> screaming it, screaming it in front of their <laughs> in front of their village. How long did she keep that job? Um, I mean, certainly too long. I think the rest of the year. <laughs> that wasn't a fireable offense? No, I mean, nobody important heard it. Just my mom. My mom was like, Hannah! <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. All right, so I all anyway, caps hate the Midwest. Iowa, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, you stopped at a subway and couldn't eat it. So sick of it. The smell of subway now is still like it, it, it nauseating. I had so it it's was, that fucking Asiago cheese bread. It makes the whole place smell like subway, and it's so gross to me. I can't eat it either. My options can't even for this whole time are Taco Bell or, or Subway. That's literally those were my mm-hmm. only options the whole time. I like there were days when Ooh, it was did you ta- see Taco Bell has new grilled breakfast burritos? No. Yum. Mm-hmm. They do. Anyway, well, sorry, continue. It was Subway or Taco Bell, and obviously I'll never hate on my beautiful, lovely, sacred Taco Bell, so Subway can fuck right <sighs> off. Yeah, you give Taco Bell more chances than it deserves, because every time I've eaten Taco Bell with you, they fuck up your order, but it's you patiently go back and have them, yeah, make it, remake it for you. I want everyone to know I'm not like a needy Taco Bell person, it's just when they put ground beef in it, I can't have it. <laughs> um, 
let's see here. So finishing off the 25th of March, Chris's parents came to your show. The producer is being so pissy and it's annoying. Cool. Maybe he was just knew that he was going to miss you in a week. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the next day you're in Ankeny, Iowa. Uh, my father-in-law hates Ankeny, Iowa. He calls it Skankeny. Um, let's see here. You're at a Marriott fundraiser gig. No pressure. New York, New York, finally done. Huh? Oh, my God. We've been working on this song. It, well, I'm leaving in three fucking days, and we've been working on this song for weeks, weeks Remarkable. to do one time for like a for some fucking event. And it everyone was wasted. It You could barely hear it, and it was just, hmm. Is on par with the rest of this. Um, Mike, Mike, hold what? on. You said stayed at a nice hotel with Buster and Chris. Still no real oh, appetite. Mm-hmm. Sucked Buster's dick, and then again in the morning watched RuPaul episode one season nine. Very specific. Um. So. The boyfriend's out of town and you're back to gagging on it. So that is all we've got for you folks today. Uh, <laughs> Michael, I thought this was dead and gone. You didn't learn your lesson. That fucking boyfriend's going to show back up and <laughs> live with you in New York. Yeah, we were at this Marriott so you, thing. We had we st- we performed. You were like so skinny. You were back to birth weight. You couldn't eat, but you could definitely gag on some dick. Yeah, it's inaccurate to say I didn't have an appetite. I just didn't have an appetite for food. Um <laughs> I uh, we we did <laughs> this gig in a like a ballroom in the lobby, and we literally had like an hour between getting ready and uh, doing the show. So we went up to our hotel we were staying in, um, just a few floors up, had a quickie, and then went back down to do the show. <laughs> wow, good for you. Good for you. Um, the boyfriend's been gone for two days, but you suck Buster uh, up inside a hotel. <laughs> I don't know why that got me. It took me a minute to realize what you were singing. Um, all right. Do you have four more days in you? Yeah, let's do it. Um, March 27th, you're in Boyceville, Wisconsin. Internation- no, intentionally planned Chipotle the night before because I can't eat Subway or gas station food. Uh, got noodles for dinner. I was a real bitch. I was like, hey, guys, this is a Chipotle um, on this route. This is the route we'll be taking. Thank you so much. <laughs> Great. Uh, March 28th, you're at a town in the Upper Peninsula near Canada. Beautiful. No food in this town. Can't wait to eat again. <laughs> Can't wait to eat again. That's the saddest line from anything you've written. Just like so hungry and weak, barfing, trying to get through these shitty shows. Trying to get my protein from humans, from from human substance. <laughs> That's why I did it. I was just starving. Uh-huh. <laughs> Please, sir, may I have another load? Um, can't wait to eat again. Old rundown theater choir sang us lots of pentatonics. Oh, lucky you. Mm. You're just hangry watching a high school choir do the most. Uh, March 29th. No, they weren't doing the most. And you know who did the most? Your show choir from... <laughs> Indiana. <laughs> I fucking hate you. Uh, March 29th, day off. Beautiful surprise. Oh, the day off was a beautiful surprise. <laughs> three hours in a van in the morning. Filmed Bert and Me videos for three hours. Oh, you mm. got that show later, huh? No, I did that. Or did you do that already? I did that already. It's a new Bert and Me. Right. Okay. Uh, then got Chinese food, smoked with Buster and Chris, and watched White Bear Black Mirror episode. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, fuck a tough one claire is helping you with uh your audition roommate claire back in new york yeah that one shout out claire shout out claire um, all right two more days two more days of march we're almost done whitewater show potato bar because it's vegan ha sure 
<laughs> nice, like, as a potato bar as a restaurant? I guess a baked potato bar somewhere? I don't know, man. Great. Nice going home during the day. No hot water for showers is painful. Oh, yeah, we ran out of hot water. The hot water broke or something, so it's my last couple days here, and I can't even. What joy have I left? Uh-huh. Loud, smelly kids rushed the stage, and a girl named Rashonda shouted my name all show, and I couldn't hear. Oh, my God. You had a fan? It was like the moment in Selena when she's got to calm everyone down because they're about to break the stage. It's what it felt like, but also oh. add smelly teenagers. Mm, gross. Um, you did have a little moment of joy this day in the margin with the smiley face you wrote, got high and watched Broad City. That's your joy. And then your last day with this awful tour. It's March 31st, 2017. Another day of last minute BS, a radio interview, show in Kenosha, Wisconsin, all done, exclamation point, ordered two pizzas, parentheses, cheaper than one, so good, from Toppers, got super high and packed. Oh, I must be thrilled. (laughs) And that, my friends, has been the entire journey of the world's worst tour. That was simply terrible. Would I do it again? Absolutely. (laughs) Just for the stories? Uh is this one like that, like if you could go back and, and choose something different, would you have, or would you still think it was your best option at the time? Uh, like if I knew exactly what it was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Like today, if like you can rewind and, and do those six weeks differently or not. Uh, I don't, I, I guess I wouldn't do it. Um, I really needed the money. The money was okay. <laughs> Um, it's hard to mm-hmm. say when you need money, you do what you got to do. That is the surprising part of all this. Like they cut every corner, but the money was okay. And then yeah. like there were some, they hired some talented people. So I guess they understood they had to pay like talented people, a actual living wage if they were going to make this thing work. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we've got some listener mail to care to hear it. I do. I do care. First, I just wanted to read a comment. Someone put on one of our posts that I thought was amusing. This is from vegan accent. It says, uh, couldn't you just spank him lightly and call him Miss Wisconsin? <laughs> what? I don't really know what it means, but I was delighted by it. It's uh, the picture I posted of me in my costume from this tour. It just says, couldn't you just spank him lightly and call him Miss Wisconsin? You could. You could. <laughs> Love that. And then the world's shortest review from Josh James Lee in Great Britain just says, the, the subject is, been hooked since episode 14. And the text just says, if you know, you know. Well, we all know. Uh, hey, appreciate that. No, I do appreciate that. Thank you so much. It's it's not the it's not the size of the wave. It's the motion of the ocean. Does that apply here? I don't know. Um, if you, too, want to leave a very short, beautiful, brief review, you can do so on iTunes. We'd love it. Accompanied by five stars, please. And then we'll read it right here. That'd be lovely. And then where else could they go for, I don't know, more interactions with MBFJ? Really? I'm just going to say Instagram this week. Just go to fucking Instagram at MBFJ Podcast. Shoot us a message, like a post. I don't know. Give us a follow. We love it. Um, if you want more, all the links are on our link tree. Thank you so much. MattBomersAbs.com. Um, oh my God, we still <laughs> fucking have that. I've got to cancel that fucking URL before it no, re-ups. worth it for the one bit that one time. <laughs> <laughs> Not paying for that another year. Uh, all right. Well, I'm going to go cancel that. We're leaving. Until next time, Mike, always remember. Never trust a dog that's wearing a toupee. Oh, oh that's a good one. May it rest in peace, that fucking tour. I've got bad news for you. We'll deal with that later. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. (laughs) I thought I thought you were giving me. Okay, that's what I heard. Okay, now I'm giving you that.
<laughs> we never used to bicker when we recorded in the morning. Are you, are you no longer attracted to me? <laughs> okay, here we go.